Hey guys, it's Casual Friday. That means it's Nancy Matt's Friday. And today, Nancy is going to be doing some free readings for audience members. In addition, she's also going to be continuing our talk about depression. Be right back. Grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. There we go. Hey, afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. We're that much closer to the holidays. How's everybody doing today? I hope you said good. This keeps flopping over on me. I'm trying to figure it out to keep it up. There we go. See that? Seasons creepings. Seasons creepings. Jack and Sally. Uh, somebody got me. This is a gift. It's pretty cool. Just trying to get it so it sits upright so people can see Jack and Sally. Anyway, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. We're 45 strong up and down the state, which means we can help you no matter where you're at. It may take us a while to get, uh, a while, a couple days or whatever to get to you because California is this really, really, really huge state. And, you know, in there's a lot of rural areas, but if in the case, you know, in the case that we can't get you right away, we do have uh, mediums on staff who can phone you and talk to you about what may or may not be going on in your home or business. And in some cases, they can simmer down the energy until we can get there. Okay. That being said, let's swing right into today. If you're watching from Facebook, and a lot of you are, and you haven't done so already, please hit that follow button. If you're watching from YouTube, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Because we're trying to reach our 1,000 subscribers uh, maybe, maybe before the New Year, right? That would be kind of a nice Christmas New Year's gift. Hit that hit that 1,000 number. Also, if you're watching from both YouTube and Facebook, be sure to leave a comment uh, or show, show us some loves. Hearts, happy faces, thing, thumbs up, things like that. Because that puts us higher in what they call the FYP system. And uh, the computers see it and they move us out to more people. Okay, so, so the audience grows. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as well under Ghosty Gal. Facebook, we are California Haunts, California Haunts Radio. Uh, Sacramento Sears, S-E-E-R-S, Psychics. So, you know, so that's our Psychics, Greek Psychics. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's on Instagram, we're Ghost Gal, lowercase. TikTok, we are California Haunts. Uh, Twitter, we are California Haunts. And uh, Twitch, we are Cal Haunts, I believe. So that's how you can find us. Or Google us. You Google us, we're everywhere, I tell you. We're everywhere. Anyway, welcome, and we got a great show today. It's a casual Friday, so Nancy's here, and we're going to be talking about, you know, depression. It's it's, it's kind of like a continuation from last Monday's show, or was it Tuesday's show? The last show we had this week. I get confused. Don't get old, guys. Um, it's a continuation from the last show that we did together, and we're also going to be doing free readings. This will be your chance, probably the last chance before the holidays, to get a free reading from Nancy. 
Um, so uh, get your questions ready. Uh, she can only talk to you for one or two minutes because we're limited time here. But, uh, yeah, get your question ready. All right. Okay, so without further ado, I'm going to bring Nancy in. Here we go. Hi, Char. <laughs> happy, happy show. I hope you can hear me okay. Um, so I bought one of those films for the monitor. Yeah. I, I ordered the wrong size. <laughs> I was depressed. <laughs> so I've been cutting it down. I got it this afternoon. So by next, uh, whenever you have me on again, because I think next week also, uh, because of Thanksgiving, I'm going to be on Monday night. Yes. Instead of Friday yes. night. And because right. someone wants Thursday, you put them on Friday and went, oh, Nancy will move around. God. Confusing. Well, I forgot. I forgot. I, I, you know, Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday, and I forgot that it was this Thursday coming up. I haven't kept I'm track just, either. I'm just so busy here, you know. Um, anyway, I want to. Uh, there's a couple people watching tonight. Um, we're going to be talking about depression. And last week, this is number two, everybody. Uh, part two, because we got carried away with readings. And um, I may, everybody, I've just, I had. Uh, eye surgery and hopefully I can start reading better. Unfortunately, I may have to wear glasses for reading. I had uh, stigmatism, uh, gla um, glaucoma and cataracts all in the same replacement of lenses all at once. I have the works. Uh, when you get older, I'm not gonna tell you my age because that's not nice, but when you get a certain age, you have all these things showing up. So I'm gonna wear these glasses and I hope I don't drive you insane with it. So last week, and please they rebuilt you because they have the technology. What's that? They rebuilt you because they have the technology. <laughs> ah! We have. They have. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, off the air, if someone wants to know more, write you know, I'll tell you about it. I would encourage it in a heartbeat. No, it's not comfortable, but it's very quick. So uh, anything to do with your eyes and getting shots in the eyes and cat in the cornea and all that. I can't even think about my eyes <laughs> but it's so quick and I'm so grateful. So anyway, that's not our topic tonight. Our topic is the dealing with depression. Last week, last time I was on, I think it was Tuesday night, uh, I talked about the situations and I started typing three days earlier. And what I thought about was uh, overseas, we have a conflict going to areas, the Ukraine and the Middle East. And of course, it breaks my heart. I don't want to hear about children. I'm a mom and grandma. I don't want to hear about children dying. And they found two other, one 19-year-old young lady, and I was just heartbroken. And, of course, then I started realizing, thinking about it, and all the decades of war, you cannot not let it affect us. And then mm -hmm. all the turmoil within the country, you know, the tsunamis, March 11th, March 2011, I think it was the 13th, March 13th, 2011, Japan, with the Indonesian earthquake tsunami of 240,000 people at December 2004. It's kind of like a deck of cards. You go flop, 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 flop. Sometimes we don't feel like we can carry the load anymore. And I'm not talking about dynamics and families and young men going off to the war and never coming home. And all the stuff that's going on, I went, I typed up pages of this stuff. I went, oh, you can hear all that. Let's back up. Because what prompted the call was two ladies talking about the dynamics of their families. Actually, I have three ladies uh, now 
it was somebody else I remembered. And if you're listening tonight, my dear, call me back and let me know what happened to the family meeting. Anyway, so um, the dynamics of these of this young lady was the family, and of the other lady, a little older lady, a mature lady, not old, mature, uh, at my daughter's age versus a thirty-year-old. When <laughs> she she had the problems of work, how how did you understand the people at work? And so last meet we talked about the different personality traits and the woundology of our youth. And that's family dynamics, abuse of parents, one many things that could happen, uh, bullying at school could happen, and those things bury, get buried in with all of us. And I uh, was a very quiet, shy child. Um, but in high school, I was bullied. Um, it wasn't because I was so I was dark, but I do remember some like Nancy has almost black hair, and she's just like you don't look like the rest of us, and that's okay. You know, my sister was blue eyed blonde, so they knew you're younger than me. So what's going on with her? What's going on here? You know, and it's okay. I look back and it made me stronger. So sometimes mm -hmm. these the most adverse things that happen to us propel us to want to have better. You can either cripple, be crippled and buried underneath your depression issues, or you can say, and then step above it and say, <laughs> bleep, bleep, everybody. <laughs> I bleep that out. Uh, you can say, I will become stronger for the adversity that someone put upon me or I'm suffering in my life. Because as I've told people, Char and I talk about this, I mentioned last time, I have been close to death. A bad car accident, car coming the other way, slipped in, flipped in the air and came on top of my car. I was only 18 years old. And then, I, of course, everybody knows I had cancer, but I was actually close to death. Uh, the car accident, but grave disease. I didn't know I was as sick as I was. And by the time they did a blood test, they sent me right to the hospital. I was checked in. I was three hours from a fatal heart attack because I had no, virtually no potassium in my body. How does that happen? How come people, you know, I had it for six, eight years. Doctor's test, how come no one ever noticed that? Well, the headaches and the throwing up all the time. Hanukkah, we did the doctor. Blood test took me to the hospital. And you look back on those things. I call them the red brick of God. It says, are you doing what you want with your life? Does this scare you enough? Does it make you want to more, have more? Oh, yeah, that does me every time. I call it gearing up. Let's chat, open a new chapter of our life. So I'm going to give you, we discussed a lot of that last time. So this night, I want to just bring up some ideas to help you through depression. Least of all, through adversity, only will our soul evolve. And through the trauma of life, do we value life? And so sometimes you have to look at that and listen to the words. Will you believe it? Do you understand it? Sometimes I've looked at my life and Shar and I have. <laughs> I've known her since 96, everybody. We've had a lot of conversations. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot, everybody, a lot. And we talk about adversity. We talk about why are we why do we pick this body i do believe in reincarnation i did not have that thought in my mind growing up i didn't understand no one when i was got married 67 everybody <laughs> my daughter was born in 69 uh reincarnation uh survival uh all the thoughts that we think of every day now even on tv we have podcasts we can listen to 
survival, the meaning of life, those were non-existent when I was a young woman. And sometimes we have to go to a place of saying, oh, that's what's that? My mother joined Edgar Casey group in, um, I think it was 88 or 89. And she had me go to the group, and he believed in reincarnation. I think it was mom's way. If she might have known that there was something going on <laughs> from all the years of me knowing too much, right? Just like knowing too much. And the Edgar Casey group believed in reincarnation. I was so, what? 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 <laughs> she said, she told me, she says, you need to re you need to pass life regression. And I wasn't in this arena. And I went, got past life regression. And I was so startled. I went, most of you don't know I'm a runner. I was a runner for a lot of years. And got, I was racing horses. With, this was my first marriage. Got the cancer, kind of fell out of um, the routine of running every day. Um, cancer is a real bummer. People, oh, look at that athlete. She's running all the time. No, my world. Um, I, I just couldn't. Um, so six months after cancer treatment, like my husband moved out and stayed with the exercise. God tried me from my garage. But so I was getting this past life regression. And the first place it took me to was very ancient times of early Roman empire of, of uh, conquest. And my father was a, a wheel maker, wheel for wagons. And he would give the kids the wheel and we would have a stick. And my earliest memory of that life was playing with the wheel. And then I grew up, I was a man, and I joined the army. Well, I had been a runner for so long, duh. And in those campments of conquest, they would have at night not a horse and a man taking notes of what we're going to do the next day. They would send out a runner. Da-da, I volunteered. Well, I did that for a long time. And then one night I fell and broke my knee. And instead of letting me continue because that was my only job, they sent me home. And I had to take my father's job I started making wheels and of course it was devastating to me and I realized how important my life had been and how important it was but now I was only making wheels so when the army came back through the other time I told them I would make wheels I would be part of the troop well when they left behind them came the people with the tor torches and they burned us all down and that was the end of that life and I realized that this how would I create a scenario so vivid that has stuck, stuck with me? And then when I got into this, I started seeing dead people, excuse me, spirit people, dead people too. <laughs> spirit people can be dead. We call them demons and insane people. And with that, so getting back to this, I started questioning, why, why do this over and over? Why did I pick this life? The value of why I picked this life was to learn to make choices. And as a woman, step up and call myself equal. Remember, it's just an era. In 67, I didn't get a credit card on my own name until 73 when I had my son. We wore dresses every day until, mm -hmm. oh my God, I worked the night shift. I've had to wear high heels and nylons and dresses. Yeah, right. You know, it was a different world, different time. And through adversity of learning how to, Am I accountable? Can I? Can I? I started feeling empowered when I started running. And um, we started with horses. And I had a horse that was very tall. I had to get up on something to get on top of her. I'm only 5'5", five, 5'4", five, five, now. And one day, the, they noticed that one of my ankles was weak. Boom, 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 boom. And they said, have you ever run? I got hardly. 
And they said, I think we need to, you need to start running to strengthen your ankle. When I started running, all that memory, uh, not memory, but the past life came forward. Remember, I hadn't had the past life regression. And I had the sense that I had always known how to run. And people watch me run. They go, you're a natural runner. Where did you learn how to run? <laughs> so in this right now, I want you to say, I'm going to give you so many good ideas. Shar, if someone comes in, I cannot see the chat room. Put your hand up and I'll know exactly what that means. Okay. As you're sitting there, make a, a statement to yourself. And I say people in readings, who are you as a human being and person? Not as a man or woman, but who are you? What's your interest? Because if you get in dating, you'd want to know if you in a relationship, you want to present yourself to a partner and say, this is who I am. Oh, I see you with that hat. You're so cute. I'm a chef. Yeah, I, I have to get the, the faces all laying right. And it's driving me insane. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Christmas hat on. It's so cute. It's the uh, the skeleton couple. What, what is yeah, that? Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before it's Christmas. Jack and anyway. Sally, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the says, hat hey, kind of concept. It says it says seasons. It says seasons creepings. Right. Okay. So, as a human being, who are you? Why did you, Why do you think you picked this life? Is it the adversity of a difficult childhood? Were your parents military? Did they bounce you all over the country? And what did you learn from that? And there's a lot of good stories, a lot of bad stories. I know a lot of military people. And then I would say to you, why did you have the children you have? Do they need you? I have, I have children that don't need me. And I think it's because of the biological uh, abilities. Um, you know, they have, I, mean, I didn't get permission to talk about them tonight. Um, they have professional. So we're not stupid people. They were able to get into high paying, what? High paying jobs. So then yeah. is that the reason you were here? Or is it the reason that you have your destiny is to service others like me? So I did 24 years Pacific Bell. I was engineering and supervisor. And, and it wasn't enough. I didn't have a purpose or passion. So if I said to you, what kind of work do you do? And I'm not saying for you to stop your job because we have to pay your bills. I got right. into this and I realized, hmm, wow, this really feels good to help people. And a friend of mine, and I had to come to a, a fork in the road. And I said, I can stay at a telephone company um, as a manager. I can make as much money. I've made as much money as a single woman ever need. I had my own house at that time <clears throat> in, in 1989. I bought a house at interest rate at 13.75%. Everybody's complaining about 8%. Wait until it's 15, 13, 14%. Anyway, um, but this felt right. And so the purpose was presented to me. And then I went, I can't do both jobs. The other one was more secure because I had the health and everything. And I told my kids I was going to leave that job to do this. And oh my gosh, I think I'd set them on fire. Mom, you're divorced and you've had cancer and you had health service. And the only thing I could think of is I was going to live long enough to make it worry. Mm -hmm. I just really thought I was going to die of cancer because in 88, when I was 87, when I was diagnosed, I was 39, people always died. And so in 90, when I got into this two years in 92, I had to make a decision. And, and I have a best friend, uh, known her since 1977, and she said to him, I told, I was talking to her about just kind of, I, you know, I'm working as many, almost as many hours. I'd come home from work and work three or four hours and all day Saturday, Sunday. And the purpose of life is if it feeds your soul and you feel good about it, it doesn't matter how long you live or if you get two jobs to do it, pursue it. If it makes you life worthwhile. And she said that to me, she says, 
don't look at it at what is taken away from you. Look at it as what you're giving back. So if you think you're only going to work five years, where would you rather work? Would you rather in service to help other people survive their life? Or would you work telephone company <laughs> making manholes and conduit? <laughs> I went, boing. <laughs> Let me ponder that thought. Thank you, everybody. So I want you to think about those things and not use me as an example. But I, you know, I gave up a lot just so I could survive to be the person I am today. And I don't regret it. So I have um, four pages that I want to talk about. And this is really at the beginning again. Some of this may be repeated, not from last time, but from what I talked about. If possible, if possible, uh, take vacation. Now, I haven't had vacation for years. So if I get a day off, that's a vacation because my mind is somewhere else. So what I'm going to do, I have a van I'm kind of fixing up a laptop. I want to go to the lake right at Folsom um, Orville Lake is take a day and go sit at the shoreline and type or do emails, watch YouTube, just move your mind away from it. You know what helps? I'll tell you what helps. When, when, when we had our RV, yeah, and because my, my dad was not mobile enough to really physically camp, uh -huh. what we would do is we would get out, go out the afternoon, we'd go, we'd go to McDonald's, get some burgers, right? <laughs> yeah. And then go over to Miller Park or go out to Rancho Seco Park or someplace and just hang out like, like we were camping. Right. And then that's what I was absolutely so we I've never been a rich person but I I've, I've tried to say uh, do these little things they add mm -hmm. up um, and then at that time when you can relax somewhere and I'm not harping on this but to give you a thought ask yourself why did I pick this life and I say that with gentleness because I never believed in reincarnation survival because it wasn't part of vocabulary when I was growing up I I'll share with you my father and his mother were spiritualist. Um, the Fox Sisters, if people don't know what this National Spirits Association of, of America, is that right? That's a lot of title. Um, in 1990, I joined Universal Christ of the Master, and I got that was part of uh, National Spirits Association of America, and I got ordained the old-fashioned way. Two years of hard work. Uh, wow. uh, Judy Fisher. Um, Church of the Living God, Sedona, Arizona, February 1992. And I left Telephone Company in April, and this became my full-time job. So um, so I'm a spiritualist minister. So my father and his mother were Christian scientists that did not believe in medicine. And so I was a sickly child. <clears throat> and um, anyway, so he brought me into the world and had to leave. When I was six, he got hit by a drunk driver and killed. So my mother moved to Northern California. I got off track with that. Uh, why did you pick this life? You could look back into childhood and see the trials and tribulations. And what did you learn? Did you crumble under the pressure or did it make you a stronger person? Uh, find a part-time job and a favorite interest. How many people have hobbies? Uh, I know a lot of ladies who like Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Home Depot person. I would like a hardware store. I'm both. I, I, I'm like both. I like hobbies and doing things, but I like tinkering and building stuff, and I would like to get back into it. Um, so, um, so I have two cats, and I want to build a shelf that goes around so they can jump on it and walk around the ceilings. Anyway, find a part-time job in your favorite interest. I'm just giving you guys ideas. Somebody said um, a library, a lot of parents uh, 
and children, I feel that compassion for animals. Give them a part-time job in the veterinary clinic, um, a foundation of some sort. Um, I also address people who are depressed in dating relationships. Uh, yes, it's very difficult. You're stuck, stuck, stuck. You know, oh, how am I going to do this? How you want, because you're angry, you want to blame the other person. But always own it. In a relationship, always remember, and with friendships, business, never wound another soul. That's a, That should have been one of the Ten Commandments. It is, and it's worded different, but the privilege of being able to talk to somebody and blend with them and talk to their spirit. You do not want to wound them because the domino effect will build over time. And then five, six, seven, eight years down the road, you're going to be thinking about them every night. How did I do that? Because I'll be thinking of you. <clears throat> if you do not want to be in this relationship or situation, it could be best friends breaking up. It's that you have to own and say, the tolerance of my life right now is low. I have too many things going on. It's my fault, but we have to end this relationship. Own it. Do not wound another soul. Even if it's not true, don't wound them because they're on their own path. You're brave enough to break it up. Say so. Uh, as I said, the universe will make you accountable for the future if you do it on purpose. Someone has retired and has taken over family and friends' lives. Many people have we known retired, and the wife calls me and says, I want to throw him in the street. He's watching me cook. He's watching me clean. He wants to follow me around and tell that. me what to do. And I've been married 35, 42 years. I've heard that. That person, <laughs> I have heard it too many times. It's almost unbelievable. Be patient. They are lost. And what? Okay, be patient. They are more lost than it looks like. It's kind of like every time a job. It's kind of like the empty nest syndrome. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, and I remember. Similar. Well, I, mean, I didn't retire, but I remember when I stepped away from my editing job out in Woodland, and I was always on that night shift, getting off mm -hmm. at like eight, nine, ten o'clock. And I remember mm -hmm. the day that I got off, and and well, I guess for recent I went to lunch, dinner, I think, and I'm mm -hmm. sitting at this restaurant at five o'clock, and I'm thinking. Wow, there's people out here doing stuff because I wasn't used to being out there. And that's how I felt with the Tubman Cup because I was commuting an hour back and forth in the morning and yeah. night. And then I'd be, you'd take a day off and you go, Saturday and Sunday doesn't matter. During the mm -hmm. week, I would take off yeah. or something. I remember, God, there was life out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel that, a little like that now because I, people that do this kind of work, as well as writers and artists and people have migrated from COVID into their homes, you can have a problem with not getting out enough. And and sometimes I just want to get out the car and drive. Um, That's you. People, well, the, just to deviate, just to tell, just to tell. The other thing, have you seen the have you seen the movie Brigadoon? Oh sure, yeah. Remember remember when he came back to New York? Which, and how chaotic um, it was compared to which, to where he'd been. Right. That's right. He did. And every there time I would men. come back, yeah, yeah. Nancy and I had houses up up the mountain, literally up the mountain near Mount Shasta in the middle of nowhere. And the thing was, when you would come back to Sacramento, or I would have to come, we had to come back if my parents had medical appointments. It was chaotic as hell. It reminded me of Brigadoon because I mean, the biggest traffic jam up in Montague was maybe six cars, people coming home from work. That was it. So Sharma and I lived in yeah. the same neighborhood, more or less. Yeah. My mailing address was Hornbrook, 
uh, my actual address, uh, street address, and then you wrote on there, Black Mountain, Hornbrook, California. And she was down the hill near Wairika. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> yes, we were really kind of isolated. That was an issue with um, some health issues that, that my husband had when we moved to Oroville to get better treatment because they didn't have doctors. His, his medical treatment was in Medford. And yeah. I would have to drive over the Siskiyou Mountain Range in the winter with snow if he had a heart attack or something. Oh, no, no. <laughs> The heart problem, problem mm -mm, moved. I did notice that Karen, oops, Karen, uh, I have a question, Nancy. What civilization oh. I belong to in a past life? Sorry, there Karen. Was, there are so many civilizations. Someone asked me once, well, how many lifetimes have I had? And I go, well, Char has had a lot because she, she didn't go to the most recent life. She went to the life that has most impact to this one. So the That's only me. thing I write, so it's a not, I, I've had a lot of past, uh, I've had a couple official past life regressions. I spontaneously get past life memories off and on. Mm -hmm. And I jumped into, I was just doing something and I saw myself as a young man riding a horse. Either that or was a very thin woman. And I had right. a plaid shirt on with jeans and they were loose. And I was on a horse. Well, I did horses this lifetime and I, mm -hmm. I was good at it, you know, and better runner. And it's kind of interesting that those lives played into who I am today. So, Karen, when I went to you, I saw a lifetime where people lived in uh, brick homes, the bricks that they made. And so the first vision I got was an older primitive society or one. I don't feel it was recent. I'm going back in the desert of some country desert could be australia i doubt it could be middle east could have been egypt but people would build homes with a frame a square frame and they would make bricks and then that would be the house why i got that other than is it artistic ability is it a, a simpler way of life that the first thing i get was that well why didn't they give me more i don't know what that means honey so um, I, I have a question. Maybe it's a good topic. Maybe, maybe it's a topic for another show. What's Can that? we in dreams? I know I had this experience in a dream where I was able to get a, sta a snapshot of my fa my past life. It only happened once. But when we go to dream at night, could it could those visions we see in dreams? Oh sure. Be, be I think that happens. All, past life? Absolutely. I think our memory. Pardon me. Um, activities of our life currently. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. could dream of a past life in which that life now is coming in. I don't think that a lifetime, Char's lifetime was in a ranching Montana look. Yeehaw! Years ago, yeehaw, and you were the rancher. <laughs> and I think that that in it plays with who you are today. Clearly, yes. clearly, clearly, people have who know me say, Nancy, you're really a different person than when you were a telephone company versus where you are today. Except so, when I'm around chickens. I don't do chickens, live chickens. I don't think any they other had animal, chickens. You had cattle. I'm just saying, any other animals I'm around, I'm good. Live chickens, yeah. it ain't going to happen. Okay, so I, I wondered, we talked about this at one show. <laughs> right. Was I a walk-in <laughs> when I had the cancer that, that Nancy leave and another one came in? Because once I got into this, I became a new personality. I think I hit my passion. 
That's mm -hmm. why telephone company people don't talk, especially engineering. We're quiet. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we're quiet people. And I, I am particularly a quieter person. That's because so they're all geeky nerds. That's why. Because they're smart. The they're all geeky was, nerds. I'm a geeky, artistic, geeky See? nerd. Geeks. Geeky nerd. <laughs> so, so that was one <laughs> life. And this is a totally different part of my consciousness. And maybe I had a past life. And, and then we thought about it. I don't know if it's on a show. I saw myself as a initiate, a young woman to be a nun. And the vision I got was I was on my knees with a scrub brush cleaning the floor. <laughs> And there were hard, uh, uh, I don't know, it was rocks or what, whatever it was I was, you know, paving. I was inside uh -huh. and my mind was full of remorse how I wasn't helping the villagers. And it was one of those places where you become a nun. You can't talk. And I couldn't talk to anybody. I became a nun to help the villages around. And, and I think that played into my desire, mm -hmm. directly played into my desire to do this mm -hmm. for a career. Mm -hmm. And I am helping. And because I Karen, didn't have to in that life. Karen says that, <clears throat> sorry for interrupting. Karen says that she thinks it was Egypt. She has cousins who are Egyptian. Oh, so maybe I was looking at an Egyptian and the desert would have been uh, Northern Africa and uh, yeah. versus the Middle East because it was yeah. so clear to me. Well, as long as you can figure out what it was I was seeing and why, I mean, that throws me off. I sit here receiving. I'm, a, I'm the greatest sponge in the world. <laughs> yeah, guys. Guys, you see how I interrupt Nancy? Okay. What's that? <laughs> and today we're doing, you know, Nancy's doing readings today. Don't feel bad about interrupting Nancy. See how I interrupt Nancy? Do I feel bad? No. So go ahead and go for oh, it. Jesus. I also wonder if I had a past life in the Mayan culture. I don't that think so work. because... Yeah, but it's Nancy, the wrong climate. This was what Nancy I was did. Saying. Nancy didn't see human sacrifices. It's all. It's all cool. <laughs> My feeling is that they were bare, uh, bare uh, flesh people. They were mm -hmm. not um, uh, in a climate. Well, let's see. Peru is bigger. No, I'm really sorry, guys. I don't mean to insult the Mayans because you know it is what it no, is. No, no, it's just a different uh, climate. The climate yeah. I saw felt like the desert of Egypt because I did mention Middle East or. Or the right cats. Um, yeah. yeah how do you feel maybe. about snakes, Karen? Asps. How do you feel about asps? <laughs> I'm just snakes going are, here. Uh, uh, Cleopatra. Okay, I'm here. I'm fine. I, I'm trying <laughs> not to. I get talking I and I bring myself a conversation. I'm losing. Okay, guys. Here. So if you, if you if you have a question, go ahead and fire them off because I'm going to be interrupting Nancy's for your question. So here we go. Okay. Right, go so ahead. we. Right, right. I want. Um, Sometimes when you try too hard to find uh, something that will spark us out of depression, I got a lot of points here. I've got to go to. Um, go for it. it. We were talking about career path, passion, uh, get a foundation, get into the vet uh, research or not research uh, rescue. You could do hobby lobby, get a different job that feels that feeds you, makes you feel like you're on purpose. And I'm not going to tell someone to quit a high paying job and go work at hobby lobby, though I would love it. Um, Walmart career store. Uh, but the thing is, is that uh, you got to pay your bills. And nowadays it's really hard. Uh, need to recharge your interest for a hobby. Look at the Yelp pages of Telvin book for a job or, or hobby because all the most lot, lot of them are listed there. I know someone who retired and started cooking again. She was teaching cooking on a, a YouTube channel. And I'm speaking of Bridget and I'd like her to get back into it. She just absolutely loved it. So if you watch this, honey, I'm, 
giving you a plug. <laughs> um, find something to teach others. A lot of people get into something where they know something very well. And so they get mm -hmm. back into it. If you're an artist, teach neighborhood kids how to or start a group. It's very popular now to do uh, Zoom. You could teach a class how to even paint on Zoom or um, have something in your backyard when the weather's better. Uh, go to a gym. Look at this as a second job. Uh, mm -hmm. I have gym equipment in the garage uh, because I don't want to travel anywhere to work out. But I know that there are people who are tired and look at it in better health um, by going to gym and that is a job. There is something to be said about activity and lessening depression. And it's something to do with about helping yourself be better. The endorphins work amazingly. Um, I also like... Um, and I've got this mentioned lower. Anytime when you change your energy from dark and moody to lighter, it stays lighter longer for you, higher vibration. So even as I would say, Lauren Hardy movies, I went through a difficult time uh, dating. And Lauren Hardy were my savior because at that time we didn't have YouTube and all the fun things you can watch. Um, remember, Lauren Hardy was there before everybody live watching this. It was like, mm -hmm. but they were very funny. And I really did enjoy Jerry Lewis and Bob Hope particularly, um, only because that's what I had access to at the time. So mm -hmm. don't minimize how important it is to watch things. Um, even the one of the first, um, I forgot the guys. Some of the best movies out are very entertaining and they take you away from um, depression. Um, you see, I skirted around dating. Dating and looking for that perfect someone is not always easy if you don't know yourself. And if you're dealing with depression because you're alone. So you need to start re working on the idea that before you bring somebody to life, you want to get out of your depression of being alone. And that is to make yourself interesting. So find that hobby. Find groups that belong to. Um, I'm getting back into writing. I have a cup of writing friends. And so I touch base with them and it charges you charges you because you want to do what your passion is. Besides this, what I do for a living, I want to finish all my writing. Whether you're working full-time or retired or single most of your life, find a partner that will not help fix you, but help. Um, finding a partner will not help you fix your issues or give you a new purpose in life. They are brought into your life for you to share the bounty of what you've learned. Um, love yourself, know who you are, and you'll accept someone else for who they are. Very important statement. Uh, women and men both have a tendency to get a partner and say, I'll mold them into whom I want them to be, creating that partner to not to have a wounded soul. Remember I said, anytime you wound someone else's soul, that will come back at you. Um, expecting a, finding a partner will help you with to have a project. Fill a void? No, I don't think so. Um, I know a lot of people get married um, and they buy a house and they have a garden. They work on it. If that's an interest, then absolutely that's for the best. Because they say a, a good partnership in dating is when one will help you become a better person. So the years I was married, my first husband, we ran, we had horses, we had the big gardens. And we were raising kids. We were so busy that we lost each other. Don't do that to yourself. Okay. Please find yourself, and then you'll find the person for you. Be happy, love yourself, and the other person will notice that and say, I want a piece of that. But then be brave enough to say, I want to all this work for me so that I love myself, find the perfect partner, or you good enough for me now. And you'd be surprised that people have talked to me and said, 
I've, I've created my new self and I love myself so much. Now I don't know if I want a partner to mess it up. I go, well, <laughs> you won the lotto. Maybe you don't need anybody permanent. Um, how to help with depression. Oh, and I, um, uh, yeah, I already mentioned a couple of these things. Um, when I had an office at, um, let's see, Sunrise Boulevard and um, I think it was Fair Oaks. I had a corner there. And I shared it with a few other ladies. We all have them little offsets, little 10 by 10 little spaces. And I'd be working with a, talking to a client. And on the other side of the wall, I heard the <laughs> And sometimes it got really loud. I went, what is that? And so one day I was talking to the lady who owned the building. And she says, oh, that's so-and-so over there. And I walked around. And this lady had punching bags and mats on the floor. And she had Nerf baseball bats, and they were all banging each other, and banging the floor, and banging <laughs> the punching bags. And and she was dealing uh, with depression. And I thought it was amazing. And what I discovered, and I told you before, my husband was a police person. And he would come home, and he would have spots on him. And at the time, I just saw uh, bellows everywhere. I didn't know what I was looking at. And later on, I realized he was dealing with so many negative people that he was catching their negative. And so if you have a terrible life or you feel like you do, you probably have a cute, like a deck of cards, boom, 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 packed on you. Physical activity, get a Nerf baseball bat, go to the forest or somewhere quiet, hug a wall or hug a punching bag. Forgive me, tree, can I pound on this? Get a rock, put a note on there and say, this is who I'm mad at. This is the situation. And pound it to death. Don't kill yourself with a heart attack. I don't want you to come back and haunt me. Okay. But I want you to beat that off of you and take it out and say, I'm done with that. I've had people say they bought a Nerf baseball bat. Um, Toys R Us used to sell them. I don't know how to get a hold of them now. So uh, they're just foam type of thing. I, I think the dollar store sells those noodle looking things. I don't, I think one of you. Put a little stick in one. I, I don't know how to do it now. Uh, Nerf baseball back. Look, look it up. N-E-R-F. And you need to get that anger out of you. Work it out. Take up. Um, the other day I was talking to somebody. I said, oh, he was so angry. And I know he's listening. I said, you need a punching bag. You need, as man would say, I need to go in the garage and just work it out. And a lot of people There are places. I don't know if they have them here in Sacramento, this area. Oh, uh, in Southern that. California, there are places that they own like small hotels, these people, and yes. they put breakable objects in and these the hotels. Yeah. yeah, and you pay for you pay for an hour or two hours and they give you a baseball bat, they'll give you rocks, they'll give you stuff, and all all you get to yes. do is go in there and break things. Well, they I saw that. I think you and I have talked about this before, mm -hmm. where they have a junkyard. And all the cars have been accidents and towing out people's places and junk. Yeah. And you can go out there with a sledgehammer. And I was watching yes. a show where they had these men go out and just work it out. And some of them, oh, it's very, um, it's exciting to watch because you know they're working it out. But they get so right. involved with it. It's really amazing. Um, I really like that idea. So take that in consideration to work things out. Uh, one day, my husband, he uh, watches different shows than I do. Uh, I do like uh, Facebook once in a while. I don't spend a lot of time. Um, YouTube has some of the silly things that people do I th or the shorts do. 
Anyway, he had YouTube on the TV and he said, come here. And I haven't laughed so I'm sorry. I get so embarrassed when I watch people <laughs> making fool of themselves. But this one time he had me watch it, I found myself laughing out loud. You People need to learn to laugh again. And I really believe that. So YouTube, uh, face, uh, Facebook clips, however you can watch people attempting things they should never do. Some of them are, <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't like to see people get hurt. And of course that mother instinct was like, Oh, didn't they know be different? Look at that kid. He fell on his head. Oh my gosh. You know, and it, people need to laugh more. I don't, I think it's been taken out of us. Even when we were home with COVID, we didn't try to laugh people. It was so, um, millions of people died. Almost every family in America was affected. Uh, in my family, we had someone really sick, and I, it scared me. And uh, should never happen to a young person. Well, you know, it's like I tell you, and, and I tell my friends, if I'm going through a depression, which you're home alone, and you think those thoughts over and over and over, and you, it's not like you get depressed, you just get feeling down. And TikTok has been huge for me, you know, to go through those shorts yeah, and yeah. see those crazy people. And if you notice me doing, like, you know, the, the crazy crap with the skull face and all this stuff, that's because I've had a bad week and it mm -hmm. brings me out of it. You know, it's, it's, it's fun to do. So, yep, I mean, yep. I, I have no problem with that. If that, if that's what they're used for, great. You know, when, when they're used for bad things, not, not so great, but when they're used for things like that, that's wonderful for people. Right. So the punch and bag nerf baseball bat, uh, yep. sports participate, join a group meetup.com is a great place to find a walking group in your community or something that you like to do. Uh, in Chico, there's a writer's group, and I'm going to try to find it because mm -hmm. it's always good to have a group, even if it's only on Zoom. I'm part of a lot of camping groups because I want to start camping again. And they mm -hmm. have groups on you can meet up. You can go. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, UFO groups. <laughs> I'm part of a couple. I They seem to be on the I had the meetings on the nights that I'm on here, but I still am reading up. I right. enjoy it. Um, Individual couples counseling. I normally don't like doing that. I like to, I know. <laughs> You're going to hear a cat now. Um, I think it's really important. Uh, I think that really does help if you have a couple issues, bring yourself back. Um, I I just not as qualified to do couples because it's hard to keep them, rail, rail, uh, roll them into a conversation versus the battleground. It's really hard. Um, Like-minded church or a recommendation from a counseling service, I'm all for that. Absolutely. Group counseling is amazing. I do bring it up a little further down. Whenever I recommend a family to get their child in group therapy, it seems to really help. And um, that would be any kind of counseling group, a church group, a school group. Um, we went through tough love. And the groups were wonderful for the young people to express express how angry they are at their parents and they could hear other kids talk about it. Remember, it's all self-created. Uh, a lot of it is their interpretation of the rules and regulations of life. And so they'll hear other people talk about it. And so that's really good. Kind of realigns their thinking process. Um, 1980s tough love and the children work groups. I've just mentioned that. Are you eating, drinking that is adding to your depression? I didn't know this. I did some reading. Um, a lot of articles on treating depression through diet. I had no idea this. Um, I'm very, I'm sensitive to some, a lot of foods as I got older, 
Well, that sensitivity doesn't make you feel good. And it causes depression also. And there's cleansing food. I, I just cannot recommend that, but I've read articles lately. And there are uh, diets to help you improve your mood. Um, so, and in the mornings, I, I'm also, also one that says, uh, go to the beach, go to the mountain, go to a quiet place and just relax and meditate. I'm not one to sit on my tiny and sit and meditate and walk back and forth for hours. My mind is not um, type A personality. I can quiet. The way I recover is doing a session because I step out of Nancy's stuff and I can move over. And that does it is a form of meditation. Whether you listen to beautiful music and you just zone out, you're in a beautiful environment and there's crickets, birds, or whatever around you, the ocean around you, find that place that you can relax and call it meditation. Take yourself out of your trouble. Put your mind somewhere else. Um, getting up in the morning and saying, my, I told you this last time, I'll say it again. My mother used to call me, talk, and she said, oh, it's going to be a good day. She did it a little too often, but I got the idea. She'd say, it's going to be a good day. Mom, really? How come? She would say, I woke up. That gratitude statement, she would wake up and go, oh, I'm alive. <laughs> I woke up. Gratitude, whatever it takes for you to say that. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and go, geez, I didn't get up. I didn't wake up. The cat didn't wake me up. I got six, seven, eight hours sleep. That's like that's a good statement right there. Uh, so if you are having trouble with sleeping as people get older, there is an issue. I don't know anything about melatonin. I don't know anything about those medicines. Um, I'd prefer not to take stuff because I don't. Uh, so there are people who have good recommendations. You need to talk to your doctor and see why you're waking up all night long. The other night we forgot to turn the heater off because we had some pretty cool weather. Middle of the night, about 2.30, about two or three days back, woke up too hot. People sleep better, cooler. So look at that even. Um, client, I have thoughts for how to answer you. Oh, okay. So those are the, some of the suggestions. But I wanted to read a short uh, email. I had another client. Um, now he's dragging a toy to me and dropping it on the floor. So, uh, And someone said, why the cats bother you? Well, this is where they sleep on top of my cabinets over here. Um, this client wrote me, and he was in an unfortunate, no, no, honey, go. Um, so I wrote back, and I said, client, I have thought for days how to answer you. Yeah, like three, four days, I had to really think about this. So I'll, I typed this up. I have thought of you for days how to answer you. Please take the below with the love I have for you. Um, I've known this individual since 1991. Mm -hmm. And um, you, I've always known you. He was talking something. This is replied to him. So I've always known you to speak from the heart. And because you've lost your child, your world has become very dark. I've had some difficult times, looked in the possibility of death too many times, and I mentioned that earlier. I do get stirred up with news on the world stage, but with that, I still want to see how my movie ends. Though we have world conflicts, I have not received a vision of the world ending. And that's true. I've never had. Many years back, I came up with a thought and shared it for a while and then distracted, stopped giving it to others. I'll share with you my understanding of our power. Other than that, with our electric election vote. Take a walk to the beach and take an umbrella. Bury your feet in the sand. Now open up that umbrella unless you can figure out how 
This is the only space you can take care of yourself. Forgive your daughter and allow her to seek answers and peace as a spirit person, and you will be together again. How you live is up to you. Be selfish. You deserve to be happy. And that's it. His daughter um, ended her life. And, uh, and though he has a good life, that has taken away his, his yearning to live. And so I was trying to go to a place of making him realize how important each life is. Why did he pick this life? Was it the turmoil of the daughter? Was it his career path? Was it this marriage he's in? We won't know all those answers. He's been in a long-term marriage of 25, 20, 30 years. And uh, he lives at the shoreline of California. And people would say, I would love to have that kind of life, yet his life is very dark. And it um, doesn't matter that he's been in business like I have for, you know, I've known him since 91. Mm -hmm. uh, we get caught up in our own stuff. And, um, well, I hope you learned something from me tonight, everybody. And do we have any of the questions in there? We have eight minutes, guys. Here's your chance. Pepper oh. us with questions. He was reminding me of um, someone said to me, he knows where I worked before. It was in Fair Oaks uh, off of Sunrise and uh, Fair Oaks Boulevard. Yeah, Fair Oaks, California. Thank you for that. Uh, the great Elizabeth Taylor played a wonderful Cleopatra. Yes, she did. Yeah. I wonder what culture she was from, right? Before. Right. And I did you know, not guys, believe in before. Right. Huh? Guys, and also, you know, there's something to be said. I use them all the time is those those, those relax um, CDs, DVDs, or yeah. on the phone to get those relaxed things to put yourself in that mood. Another thing I use, and I used it with my mother, was a VR headset. Oh. And the cheaper ones, because I know they're expensive, well, you can get these things at, you know, cheaper. And a lot of them, what you do is you simply just, because, uh, TikTok, TikTok, but uh, YouTube has all kinds of VR stuff on it. All kinds. So you use your cell phone. And you can use your cell phone to, down, to put, you know, download these VR videos and put the phone in your VR headset. Ooh. And you can sit there and do VR really cheap. I think the one that I, the VR headset I have was like 20, it was like 15 bucks. But I'm able to do all this stuff. There's nights I can sit at the beach and the waves are washing up to my toes. You know, and there's a sunset going on, and you can pick anything going. I went diving with sharks with hammerheads. It was that was spooky because with the VR, they're all around you, they're behind you, and everything. It's really creepy. One, but I mean, it's a cheap Come way on. to do it because, like I said, uh, YouTube, there all those videos are free. You want to go to the Grand Canyon? Go VR to the Grand Canyon. Hot air balloon? VR to the hot air balloon. Uh, how about sledding with the Olympic team? You can even do that. So I mean, that that's an inexpensive way to escape for a while. It's through VR. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just make sure there's no breakables by you when you start swinging your arms. But, you know, it's all good. But you can do it cheaply. You don't have to buy those three, $400 VR headsets. In fact, I think mine was a sharper image. And it's all, all you have to I, do is just drop your cell phone in there. We're talking tomorrow, Shar. You're going to teach okay. me about this. Yes, I, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be wonderful. <laughs> that is some awesome um, stuff. I have a, in, in one of my rooms here... Um, the Wii, W-I-I set. Oh, I love the Wii. Whole, yeah. It needs to be set up because we just moved four months ago. But some of the things, uh, tennis and driving cars and bowling, some of those just bring me out of an uncomfortable space really easily. Um, what, what are oh, you looking Maurice, at? 
Marisa wants to <laughs> Marisa wants to know if she had a life during Victorian times. Ah, I actually picking that up. It was later Victorian because at the time that she wants me to see, she has either a deep purple or deep blue dress on with a lot of um, frilly on the front. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I'm seeing not black like in mourning, but a very dark color. And I seem to be seeing uh, what she wants me to see is that clinch waist with a lot of layers and then uh, fabrics on the front. It makes it look like lace. Very busy. And I, I, I'm looking at white gloves and an umbrella. I'm not positive you're in America. I want to say in Europe or England. I don't awesome. have a sense of here. Somewhere else uh, where it was very common. Where Kelsey I, Jade Deckening says she would like she she would like a reading. Do you have a question for Nancy today? And then we could work on uh, an extended reading over at our Patreon site. So you start if you have there. a question, yeah, if you have a question, go ahead and ask Kelsey. And have we talked before? I I had no. We'll see. No, no, no. I hear we have it. Anything? Um, anything? Anything you'd like to ask? One question? Yeah. Anything like that? And again, um, we're gonna Nancy and I are gonna be finalizing all that stuff with for the Patreon next week. So we'll have it fresh and new after after Thanksgiving week. But um, yeah, yeah. Oh, if nice you have a question, you, um, uh, you can start out by. Like uh, Patreon, of course, everybody knows I have a website. It's my name, nancymaps.com also. There's but two ways to do this person. because uh, we're doing free readings today. One question. Or the way we're setting it up on the Patreon site, and it's a pretty good introductory deal. Right. It's a lot cheaper. Where if you become a $5 a month owner over a Patreon, you are guaranteed a five-minute reading every month. Mm -hmm. uh, that goes for the ten minute, the $10 donor. You get ten minute reading every a ten minute reading every month, and that way you can put you know question Nancy even more. And then there's a fifteen dollar level. I want to so, answer a question really quick. Hold yes, on. Go ahead. Sorry about that. <laughs> Kelsey is showing me something I don't get very often. Um, she is an old soul, and I don't say uh -huh. that too often because it sometimes means suffering. Uh -huh. And what they're showing me, Kelsey, is just bear with me. You had a really hard life, and I go way back prehistory, um, like earliest civilizations, uh -huh. and you were a man, and you worked hard. And I don't know, you know, all around the world, they're discovering all these very um, ancient civilizations. And you come into this life, um, not broken, your body broken, but something to do with how you work, or wanting to work or lack of work, you come in, having been broken in a past life. So the rewards of this time may be all intellect, or if you have a physical life, um, be careful. I don't know why I'm mentioning that, but it was a really hard life. Um, and I think you dip in and out of lifetimes, and at times you feel too old for a present day, as though you're weary of life. And you have a really young, young uh, picture, but that could be 20 years ago. I'd be really curious why um, I'm picking that up. Cool. <laughs> Glasses look good on me. Well, I just saw that, I yeah. have, uh, Karen, thank you. You know, I love you. The thing <laughs> is that um, when you get your eyes fixed, I had so many things wrong with them. Now, when they fix them, they say, well, you may have to wear glasses, but I've never had to fuss with the lenses like this. And I did try to move the lights around. It's right. the screen itself reflecting back. Kelsey oh, says, so yes, yeah, she's, she's 33. Yeah, she's a baby. 
<laughs> She'll probably hate me for saying that. Well, it's all, it's all relative, you know, as the older you get, your age looks young. My daughter's you know, <laughs> too young to me. Karen so. says, I love you too. <laughs> all right. Oh. It's 730, you guys. I did good. I got it done. Well, you did really okay. good. So I do want to announce, I, I, I tried to do a few minutes ago. Um, yeah, she's doing these free readings over here. We're going to try and do more of them. You know, so it's not a good deal for us. It's just fun for us to do them. But if you guys want a longer, more detailed reading, the cheap way to do it, again, is to head on over to our Patreon site. It's California Haunts Radio Patreon. And uh, it's a monthly subscription. And what happens is for $5 a month, if you go at the $5 level, like, like I was saying, you get a five-minute reading every month with Nancy or Karen Clark, who happens to be in our chat room. But, wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait, wait, wait. The Patreon, this is an introduction. The price is going yeah, to go up. Yes, introduction price, yeah. She said yeah. every month. No, I will not do that every month. Yeah, it will go up. <laughs> it will go up. But, but uh, then there's a $5 level. There's a $10 level and there's a $15 level. So if you join it, if you sign up for the $10 level, you get a 10-minute reading. Or a $15 level, you get a 15-minute reading. And more one-on-one -on -one time. So we're doing it as an introductory thing because we're just trying, you know, again, it's a way for the team to raise funds and things like that. But also, in addition to that, and not only do you get those do you get the reading, you also get first look at, like, because I do a lot of uh, videos off-screen here to pre-record with guests. I mean, you know, they might be over in England or someplace. And so you get the chance to see these videos 10, 15 days before anybody else does. So you get first crack at that. I have a Discord where we can have all these big discussions. Anything you want to talk about, you guys become members of that. I've also started the California Haunts blog again. I have a really good blog where I talk about ghost hunting and uh, how to do stuff. And sometimes if I get disgusted with other teams, I, <laughs> I do that too. I kind of unload over there. So, um, yeah, you know, you'll have access to the blog as well. So it's, it's all it's a really good deal, you know, because I'm trying to get people signed up for all that. And we're also going to be doing private interviews over there. And sometimes, like, to, for instance, I'm thinking the woman that was on last night, Karen Wilkinson, I'm thinking maybe I'll take her over to the Patreon. And you guys that are signed up for Patreon, we can uh, do a private interview with her, which means I don't ask the questions, but you do. You get to ask her questions. So that's kind of a good, a cool benefit too. Anyhow, I'm done with that. Go ahead. Wait, before we leave, I'm gearing up to start my channel, mm -hmm. Nancy Matt Psychic. Um, oh, if you go over there, most of the year, some every Friday night, I think I've done 55 videos with a shark. If you want to watch them, she gets a credit. They're at my site. Um, but also some of the things I've done in the past. But I'm gearing up. Char, there's no competition with Char. This is separate. I'm going to be doing 15-minute videos um, of all the client stories. Mm -hmm. And so I would love a, a title. I need some help deciding what I want to call my uh, show. And so I'd, I'm open to suggestions if you email her or me. Um, yeah. Something to do, like, is this your story? Or can, can we all input? I mean, 30-some years of stories. And so yep. I'll, I'll do Audacity, cut them out, paste them together. And so I'd like a help on what to call them, the shows. I'll be doing lectures and talks and classes, everything. So I'll have two or three different directions. So everybody give me an idea, something catchy, okay? All right, Char? Also, also, if you guys have any guests, maybe, maybe you've been watching the TV shows, because I know a lot of you watch everything 
you know, on that you and all those places. If there's guests that that, that you would like me to have on this show, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let me know. I, I tend to have real good luck getting guests on here. So uh, let me know. You know, let me know who you'd like to see on the show. And if I use the guest, if I use the guest, if I get them on, <laughs> terrible. If, if, if the guests appear, we've got California Haunts Radio t-shirts sitting here with, with no place to go. Okay, so I will get you a California Haunts Radio t-shirt. Well, that's the other good Patreon, too. We're gonna, I'm, I'm going to be doing monthly giveaways. So it might be t-shirts, it could be CDs, because we have done in the past, we have done investigations. And we used to be, we used to film for public access TV. So we got some investigations sitting over there on public access TV, and and we like to film a lot on our investigations. So that's another, that's another plus. Okay, I'm trying to sell this to you guys because you'll like it. Anyway, I'm trying. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up now. I'm gonna teach a class in about ten minutes. Uh, I'm gonna go teach the teach a meditation class. So I'm off and running. But I want to thank everybody that came in today, and and and, and Kelsey, I want to thank you for joining us. We're a big happy um, family over here. Make sure you get a note to us our next week. I'd like to know mm -hmm. why I picked up what I did. It's kind of odd. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. usually get a distressing like that. Now, now, like Nancy said in the beginning, the schedule's kind of messed up next week. I forgot Thursday was Thanksgiving. I was booking away. So Nancy got pushed back to Monday. So what we're going to be talking about on Monday, I have to move this thing now so I can actually read it off the side of this cover now. How people change. We're going to talk about how people change following death of a family member or somebody close to you, or a deep or, or a deep sickness. How do people? How does that change people? We address so some of that tonight. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yes. That's why I won't like segue into it. So we're gonna be talking about that Monday. Oh, I will be reading the Lizzie Borden book on Sunday. That will be the last day to read it through the holidays, and then we're gonna go into spooky Christmas, uh, you know, spooky Christmas and holiday tales for the holiday. So uh, uh -huh. we're starting to shift into holiday mode. But uh, that's the schedule for now, and then Nancy's, Nancy's taking the reins on Monday to be here, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as we go in uh, the Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving will be a show. It will not be a live show. It will be a best of show. So uh, that way I can have time to enjoy my time with my family and stuff my face like everybody else, and then I will be back on it Friday live. So everything's live except for Thursday this week. Does everybody hear my cat? I'm trying to keep him quiet. Is he showing? Is he coming in? Are no. you hearing him? Show? Oh, good. No. I'm trying so hard, and he's just—he's mad at me that I'm not playing with these. I'm so glad I'm back up. here where I am because my cat—you know how he vocalizes. That would suck. Yeah. Now my male dog is vocalizing right now because my because he's because he's just old, so he gets in his music. He's vocalizing. <laughs> he he won't shut up. You can walk out there and tell him to shut up multiple times, and he just looks at you and goes whatever. And keeps going. Well, I want to like thank I George. Said, they sleep in here, huh? I want to. Before I forget, I want to thank George for the donation. That was cool. I was very surprised. George is from France. He's my buddy from oh. France. So I want to thank him. Thank you, George. And this week, yeah. If there's anybody else that's put that put in a donation this past week, and I didn't get, uh, I didn't say your name or something. I apologize, but I appreciate it. I, I, I truly do. I truly do. Okay. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show. Yeah, share it with five of your enemies. We just want to get the get the numbers out on the show and get some people involved with the show. You know, maybe there's somebody in your house you can go, hey, you know what? There's this little show on. Come on over and watch. They're kind of crazy over there. Lots of bloopers. I'm yes. like the queen of bloopers. <laughs> I admit it. I'm the queen of bloopers. Like 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 banning Nancy last week. <laughs> she, so, well, she she said, I'll oh, boot Nancy and she. 
cut me off and took me off the show and then blocked me. <laughs> I abandoned it by accident. I Whoops. went, oh no. And I didn't know how to. And do then, after all the work, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, in the meantime, I'm trying to read instructions, like on my cell after all that work, I, I I had to start a whole new show up last time, or whatever day it was. So I had to read a whole new show because it advertised that on Facebook and all that other stuff. I get back in and I find I find different instructions, and I could have left the original show open after finding out after, after going through all this. But yeah, if you like bloopers, this is the show for you. I'll tell you. But anyway, <laughs> it happens. So anyway, yeah, share us. You know, share us. That sounds terrible too. Share us around, right? Share us around. But anyway, I will see you guys on Sunday, and I will be, like I said, Sunday, Sunday reading day, so I will, I will be reading Sunday, and then Monday we get back into it. So I hope you guys have a great couple days off. It's supposed to rain, and uh, we're getting our yeah. first big storm in this for weekend. California. Yeah, North for California. California. And uh, so it should be an interesting weekend. And then Sunday I'll be out doing my yard decorations, you know, out there pounding the pavement and crawling over bushes, under bushes, you know trying to get this stuff rigged up and rolling. So I want to have everything up by Thanksgiving if I can. Good luck with that. But All uh, right, everybody. Have a great one, everybody. Let me get you Nancy's contact information. And away we go. And again, as far as the Patreon goes, I'll have more details for you. That's more coherent than, than what I've been spewing. Everything will be laid out for you guys so you guys can understand it. Because if I spew it out, forget it. You know, it's just one of those things. Okay, here we go. Let me get Nancy going, and maybe I'll push the wrong button. You never know. Lots of bloopers here. Here we go. Okay. Websites, nancymass.com. Everything is lowercase. Nancymassauthor.com. The N, the M, and the A is lowercase. Uh, I mean, uppercase. I'm, my bad. See what I mean? Four bloopers in the need. Okay. YouTube.com. Uh, check her out at YouTube. Help. Get, get me out of this. This funk, that's where I'm at today. My Nessie Mats. Two worlds, developing your psychic skills. And the unwilling sacrifice. And, of course, you can get those at Amazon. Karen Alrighty, guys. 33 is an angel number. You're going to have to figure out why she put that on there. Yeah, we don't know why that's an angel number. Did I say 33 or something? I don't know. All right, everybody. Okay, guys, have a great one. Um, I was going to say, I will be reading Oracle cards, not this week, but probably the beginning of January here on the show. So I'll be wow. reading some Oracle cards. So um, we can do a show with that. We'll be just reading random Oracle cards with, you know, and it's not going to be anything where, you know, I'm going to be doing predictions, looking at the death card or anything like that. Just answers to questions. Okay? That's all I'm going to be doing with them. Don't want to get into any of the other stuff. It's spooky. That's spooky for me. But anyway, I will see you again. I will see you guys on Sunday. Have a great couple days. Bye, everybody. Oh, no. I almost hit the wrong button. Look at that. I almost ended the show without the end. <laughs> <laughs>